is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 77. Listen, uh, wow. Wow, dude. So, you know what I mean? We're starting this episode off like we have been. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, guys. Got to say thank you to our 34 new friends, okay? We've gained 34 new friends over the last week. Last episode, we celebrated 600. This year, we're celebrating 634. I apologize if it's repetitive, and I apologize if it's, you know, like, oh, my God, he's going to update us every week on the number. I'm just excited. I'm just happy. I'm just excited I'm, I'm having fun. I'm having fun editing. I'm having fun doing the shorts, Lou bugs in the shorts with me. Listen, thanks to Lou bug. We got featured on good pods last week. Good pods put out the, um, the challenge on Twitter. They said, yo, what up fam? I said, what up? They said, get a thousand. They said, post a, post a YouTube video or TikTok." Obviously, we're a little more active and we know we can get a little more traction on YouTube. So we went that route. Sorry, TikTok. It's just not working for me. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've tried long. I've tried short. I've tried hashtags. I've tried the description, everything. It's just, it doesn't work. We're not breaking like more than 300 views on every one of our TikToks. It's fine. It's not where we shine. I'm working on it. We've done, I've experimented with TikToks. If like there's two, I'm pretty sure there's two, what are we doing podcast, TikTok accounts. And now I'm just posting from my personal one. So there's a little bit of confusion on TikTok because like, it's kind of our playground. That's where I play a little bit. Like, I don't really care about those numbers. That's not where we're trying to grow right now. So like I'm using TikTok as, um, you know, as, uh, as kind of just my, my testing, I have friends on TikTok that I don't have elsewhere. So I can post different content. Sometimes it just, it depends. I use it a little differently. So we decided to go the YouTube route and I knew that based on the rules, the tweet didn't say anything or not, whether it had to be a regular video or YouTube short. So that was already our in. And I don't think too many other people realize, maybe a few did, maybe they didn't, but besides the point, I knew based on the last few weeks, listen, last few weeks, last few weekends, we've been doing 10, 12 K we've been pulling like, you know, the five digits in views on our YouTube shorts channel. It's a little insane what's happening over there. So if you're not like, if you're scrolling on TikTok. Uh, download, you already have it, get on the YouTube app and look at some of your favorite creators shorts and maybe find new shorts creators. That's where we're thriving. So it was a Saturday. I saw the tweet. I thought, all right, I got the weekend. If we can make it happen in the weekend, 
good pods will probably give us the prize, was the assumption. And so I was like, let's use Lubug. We haven't put Lubug in a post in a while. If you have a dog, there's a link below. Get a free BarkBox. Add a free BarkBox onto your yearly plan using our link below, and Lubug gets a free treat in the mail. It's a win-win for everybody. So I was like, let's use Lubug. He'll definitely get us a thousand views. Okay. And so I posted one short with him, posted another short with him, posted three shorts with Lubug. And in the first, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, you know, if you're a creator, you know, in the first, you know, in the first minute, in the first 30 minutes and within the first hour, if you're short, is going to reach its full potential. And based on your channel and your growth and what you normally get, you know what your video's average full potential is going to be and what the bottom's going to be. I know what I can get and I know what I can't get and I know where I'm gonna end up based on when I posted the video, right? So I post these dog videos of Lubug on the shorts. It's basically like, yo, you look at the Frenchie, he's cute, it's on the screen. Uh, go watch the new episode of the podcast, like that sort of thing. And because he's cute, I'm like, oh, instant thousand. Because he's an adorable $20,000 Frenchie of a dog, instant thousand is what I thought in my mind. And that didn't happen. Lou Bug, unfortunately, he did, listen, we meet our goal. We got the thousand. It took me to get it. I posted a just me video and that got a thousand instantly, instantly. So clearly he's an embarrassment and not good for anything. But overnight, his views did accumulate a little bit. We were woken up to a few Lou Bug YouTube shorts. They're still up. They're on the screen. And um and so he uh, he did reach his goal of a thousand. I got him a cookie and a new bone. He's chewing on it right now. And in return, Good Pods put us on their featured list. They've added a few more since then, but we're still, I think, like third on the list. If you go to Good Pods Recommends, it's there. The link's down below. You can click it. You can see it. Uh, there's a screen on the thing. <clears throat> so. Shout out to our friends over at Good Pods. Uh, they're actually, I told him and I replied, I came up with this genius idea, by the way, listen to this. They, I was, I told him, hey, I tweeted this. I said, scrap the feature. I don't want it. I said, don't give me the feature. Give it to someone else. Give me 10 minutes of your time. I'd rather pitch you a business idea. So they're great. And they gave me the feature anyways. And I got a zoom link. I'm meeting with them on Monday. I'm meeting with them on Monday afternoon and I'll be on a zoom call with good pods. And we're going to be talking about potentially some things coming soon, maybe changing podcasting as we know it. I don't want to get too presumptuous. They're probably going to call me crazy. They're going to probably laugh a little bit. Hopefully that might be a good thing. If we can make them laugh, we might be able to win them in. Okay. We might be asking them for a bunch of money, but 
Hopefully it'll work out in our favor. So the call will be happening before that goes up and everything else. So I will obviously, um, maybe I'll record that call. Maybe, maybe I'll see if I can record that call and maybe use clips for the pod. I don't know. I don't know. Or, uh, if they're okay with it, maybe I'll share the whole experience on next week's episode. Who knows? So shout out to good pods, dude. If you have an Android or an Apple device, you can go to your app store or Google play store and, uh, search good pods, G O O D S P O D S good pods, all one word. And it's there, download it and listen to your podcast on there. Okay. If it's a free public forum, like you don't, you know, get it early or whatever. And it's not Joe Rogan, uh, get it on good pods. You can listen to me. You can listen to 2010 minutes. You can listen to, you'll be fine. You can listen to mad about movies. You can listen to, um, Kyber culture. You can listen to, um, who are my friends who just posted on their Patreon hops geek news on there. You can listen to, uh, a lot a lot of podcasts. Here's who else you can listen to. Um, who else can you listen to? Uh, the Baron's hideout podcast, the winging it travel podcast, STO, the smokers lounge podcast, back to blockbuster podcast, inspiring with T's podcast. Um, there's way more. Hold on. Um, the eight, seven, uh, 8750 podcast. That's really popular on there. Um, Kyrie's heading to Dallas Sun secure. That's a new episode. Piecing it together has a new episode out. Uh, the world in brief, uh, from the economics has a new episode out. Uh, you'll be fine. Has a new episode available. Oh shit. Look at that. I got to go listen to that one. Wait, what a trio of nonsense has a new episode. If you download the good pods app, you're not only going to discover new podcast, Um, but you are going to, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be supporting indie podcasters. You're going to be supporting someone like me, someone who, uh, you know, not like Joe Rogan or who has ads or companies who reach out to them that help them. And that's what we're trying to change. And so hopefully with good pods help, we'll, uh, we'll make that happen. So dude, I love a good heist movie. Okay. I think heist might be my favorite category. Like when it comes to movie genres, TV shows, like if it has something to do with breaking out, breaking in or stealing something that's impossible to do, like that whole genre to me is like, give it to me, give it all. I want to watch it. I want to consume it. And the reason, and I know why. And the reason, the reason that this is my favorite is because every time it's from A to Z, it starts and it finishes. There's no questions. There's no ifs. There's no else's. There's no buts or buts or ands. There's nothing to be explained at the end because they have already explained it to me. How they got in, how they got out, how they stole it, the obstacles that they overcame and how they overcame them. Because obviously it has to, or it doesn't make any sense. And so in my brain, like, that's how I play video games. Like Paul and I discovered the other day that like, this is why I definitely have ADHD because I can't play video games because I don't know where to go. 
I will attempt every two to three years. It's probably coming up soon in my cycle. Like the PS five being in stock is a little dangerous for me because I don't play, I play Mario. That's it. If it has Mario in the title, that's the game I play or Pokemon one and two, like gold, silver, red, blue, yellow. Like that's my jam. Other than that, uh, and you know, 007 Goldeneye. Other than that, that's it. I've tried to play the Call of Duties. I'll load it up. I'll download the maps. I'll put it on the easiest mode, the easiest mode where like it takes three magazines of a machine gun to kill you on the easiest mode. I die every time, even though they tell you what to do because I don't know where to go next or where to hide. And you have to do this and do that and go over here and meet up with this guy in the rendezvous point. And then you have to hide here and do 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 and do 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 and do 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 and go here do 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 boop bam. Oh, now I'm shot. Now I'm dead. I got shot in the head and now someone has to revive me. I'm crawling on the ground because I have no energy. And it's like, Hey man, who's going to come save me. And then I bleed out and die. But like when that happens to someone else, I'm expected to go save them. And then like, that's part of the mission and I have to do it. But then there's guys coming up and then I run into the building, but I'm not supposed to. And it's like, I die. And then I never make it past a tutorial, dude. I never make it past level one, but the fact that I know where every single gold, red, blue coin, and every single star in Mario 64 is, I will sit down and play that game every single day of my life. Every day I would sit down and play those games because it does not cause me any frustration. Now it does. I'll be, a, you know, when I don't hit my backwards wall flip and get the star right away, when I don't do the things I know I can do and I die, and especially if I die, I know I can beat the game and I'm going to do it one of these days. I haven't done it yet, but I will. I know I can beat the game without dying. I can do it. I swear. I've, I'm, I think I can make it happen. Maybe we'll try it this year. Maybe I'll start a Twitch channel. Who knows? I've thought about it. Um, but what I do know is that as long as like I'm casually playing and having a good time at Mario 64, I'm playing, I can do the controls. I can hit this. I can do that. But the fact that I don't know where to go in level two of Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Warzone 2023 NBA. Like it's, I don't know what to do next. And then I get frustrated and I turn it off and I never play it again. And then six months later, I'm trading in my PS4 and all the games I bought for it for another Nintendo 64. There is one, two, how many? Two, three, there's three. I have three and a cut, two. I have three, there's three Nintendo 64s in this house. There are three Nintendo 64s. That, that's the second most gadget in this house. The, the most first gadget is Apple computers. There's about nine in this room. Don't ask me, it's fine. But um, next to that, we have three Nintendo 64s and that's like, I have a Switch, Megs has a Switch and those are like our consoles, dude, that's it. Like we play Mario Kart, Mario Party, Mario 64. I just got back into Mario Odyssey. I'm learning that now. I'm learning Mario Odyssey is the first new game I've watched. But anyways, 
Jesus, tangent. Talk about a tangent. I love it. That's the What Are We Doing podcast. I love a good heist movie um, because I know I know that eventually I'm going to find out how they escaped, how they got away, how they got the money, who actually won, the whole nine yards. The questions will be answered. Um, and like, so like there's a series, the serious ones, um, like, um, like prison break. I'll watch prison break every year. I know it's not a movie, uh, but it is a solid, it is a solid, uh, TV series just from start to finish of how he breaks out of the prison from start to finish life on the outside, how that gets turned upside down. And then obviously I know like season like three and four were kind of put like, it was just the same thing, breaking out of the same prison, but in a third world country, whatever, like that, that was fine. And then they tried to bring it back. They tried to bring it back for a sixth season. I'm, I think I'm going to talk to Brittany about this. I think Paul said, Brittany's obsessed. Someone's obsessed with prison break that I'm going to be talking to on this podcast this year. Uh, and so you know, it got a little weird towards the end, but still, nonetheless, they wrapped it up. It finished. You know what I mean? It, you know, they filmed two different endings. So whether you believe whatever happened, what happened, uh, or however you digest the final season is, is up to you. Uh, but then dude, there's the movies. Like I just watched escape plan with, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone breaking out of prison. Love it breaking out of his own like super top secure, like built because of his playbook prison. Amazing. <clears throat> One of the best, uh, I know it's like a goofy movie, uh, and like, you know, you don't take it seriously. It's not real life, but nonetheless, still a great heist movie. Um, the ocean series, the ocean series to me, I just watched those as well. This is like Levi's movie review real quick. Uh, the ocean series to me, the only reason I, I would downgrade the ocean series, great series. I mean, the cast, obviously like ocean series, one of the first, one of the first like real ensemble cast movies like George Clooney, Matt Damon, uh, what's his name? Brad Pitt all the other guys, you know what I mean? Uh, and so like the only guys who were missing were like Tom Cruise and Leo, like, and I'm pretty sure they auditioned for these. I'm sure. But like the gripe I have with the oceans movies is that like, you know, they're going to do it. Like some of the other films and some of the shows, you're not too sure on your way through if like, they're going to make it out, if they're going to get the treasure, if they're going to win in the end, or if it was going to be a big waste of time, like you don't really know until the end of some of the movies, but like the ocean movies just have this attitude about them where like, they're not telling you the story as you go, but they are, but they're filming it as it's happened. Like it's, it's a very interesting way of storytelling, but at the same time, there's never a doubt in your mind. They never give you a reason to doubt that it's not going to happen. They try to throw in these problems like, oh, we can't figure out the 
AI security bot in the in the hotel and we can't oh well we can't bypass this because it's going to do this and it's going to cost this much or the technology's not there or I need a new thing or like they throw humps in the road like obviously needing a, like a new 30 million dollar drill is something you can't pull off instantly unless you have infinite amounts of cash and then it's like well yeah of course they do because it's a movie so like they're going to somehow figure out a ridiculous way to get a new drill or whatever they need to make it happen or do or wherever it's at in the timeline of the, of the plot. And so like the doubt, there's never doubt. And that's why I would give those movies like a, a less grade. Um, and then like, obviously there's like the other ones, like if you consider like focus, like I would consider focus with Will Smith, Margot Robbie <laughs> got her in trouble. Didn't she got him in trouble didn't she? Hey, Margot Robbie, thanks for fucking up Will Smith. Like Will Smith was just getting over the slap. We were just getting over the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap. Uh, if you forgot, here it is again. Let's never forget. You know what I mean? The slap, never forget. We were just getting over the Will Smith slap. We had a great award season this year. There were no real weird moments. There were no outbreaks. Like, you know what I mean? And like, we were just getting over it. He bombed a movie and now he's kind of coming back with a with a good movie. Like they announced bad boys four and it's like, Hey, it's kind of a big deal now again, a little bit. Will Smith, he might be back. You know, did he ever leave? I don't know. Cancel culture. Does it exist? I don't know. And so, but then boop, bam, boop. Here comes focus co-star bombshell Margot Robbie walking in, reminding everybody like, Hey, um, we like, we like, Hey, we had sex. Like, let's not forget. And so now Jada's all up in a tizzy again, but anyways, focus is a great heist movie. I think, um, you know what I mean? Like you never know that has you guessing all the way up until the end. And, uh, you know, it's a surprising, the outcome might surprise you. It may or may not. Like, you know, do they get away with it? Does the bad guy win? Does no one win? Who wins in the end? Someone won halfway through, maybe. Like, you know, they, they keep you on your toes with that movie, and that's why uh, we like that one. But, and then, of course, there's, like, the funny heist movies, right? Like, Masterminds. But see, here's the other issue. The other issue is that we don't get movies like Masterminds unless... They're real true stories. Like, I don't think Focus is based on a true story. I don't think Ocean's Eleven is based on a true story. Maybe. I, is that correct? I don't know. If it is, let me know in the comments or whatever. But, like, Masterminds, I'm pretty sure, is a true story. Some idiot thought they could steal an armored truck. They stole an armored truck or the money from the armored truck company. And then, you know, like, what... Obviously, the the FBI and the IRS are going to notice if like thirty million dollars gets spent in a town where thirty million dollars should not exist, and so like it just you know it's fun it's fun to watch those because those are the movies you know what movie I can't wait for I can't wait I can't wait for the high school cafeteria chicken wing heist movie. Did you hear about this? This is insane. 
On January 26, Vera Lindell, 66 years old, genius. Listen, we have to give our parents, potentially grandparents, more credit, okay? They're a little smarter than we think they are. They've got nothing but time. They've got nothing but time at 66 years old. Vera Lindell, 66, a former director of food services for Harvey School 152, a school district 25 miles south of Chicago. Okay, we've got a location. She was charged with a felony offense of continuing financial crimes enterprise and class X theft felony. Let me say that one more time so you fully understand what's happening. Vera Lindell, a 66-year-old director of food services for a public school 25 miles south of uh, Chicago, was just charged with the felony offenses of continuing financial crimes enterprise and Class X felony theft which constitutes the theft of property more than a million dollars and carries a potential sentence of up to 30 years in prison and a maximum fine of $25,000. And of course, restitution, you would have to pay back worth everything you've stolen. Now, let's break all that down for a second. This 66-year-old lady who's working at this uh, high school has stolen over $1.5 million. That's 11,000 cases. And I'm assuming a case would have to contain what? Like what Cisco, what would a case, a case at least five to 10 pounds of wings? And in five to 10 pounds of wings, you'd have to be getting what? Like, uh, 10 dozen, maybe 10, 20 dozen, maybe 30 dozen, like a hundred, 200 wings in a case. How many wings are in a case? You know what I mean? Like I'd imagine a big bag from the grocery store with 50 wings in it. One, two, three, at least three of those. So at least 150 to 200 wings in a case. Um, she stole 11,000 of those cases. <laughs> So breaking it down, we don't even have to do the math because we know it equals $1.5 million in chicken wings. The massive fraud began at the height of COVID during the time when students weren't even in school and they weren't, uh, they were doing uh, zoom school. Right. And so, but because location of the school and the town, I'm assuming it provided in, they still gave out lunches to students. So parents could get in the car with the kids. They could go at lunchtime. If the parents, because they, they weren't working either at the time, presumably we weren't. And, uh, you know, so they would get in the car, drive down to the school, wait in line, get handed two or three styrofoam plates from the cafeteria ladies or the teachers or whichever staff volunteered that day because they didn't have a Zoom call to be teaching their kids on at the time or whatever it needed to be. And then the school was giving out meals, obviously, just because they were still funded, the government was still running, and like they could 
they could do that. So a lot of communities pitched in and kind of helped out with families who needed it. If you needed it, drive down, get in line, get yourself a container, get a sandwich, get some soup, pizza day, whatever, the Dunkaroo sticks, whatever it was, you know, it didn't matter because you needed it. So so you, you had to still go. So the, the cafeteria was still open. So this was happening all through COVID. And so um, what she would do was, and spoiler alert, they didn't serve chicken wings at this school. Like what, think of a school, like were you eating chicken wings in high school? Like did that ever occur? I wasn't. I was eating turkey sandwiches, soup, chips, pizza, spaghetti, sometimes stromboli, sometimes it was taco day. But like they weren't serving us. They weren't serving us chicken wings ever. I don't know how that would have went. It, it might not have been. It wasn't good. I don't think, like, it's not a school thing to do. Chicken wings, like, they don't have deep fryers at the school. You know what I mean? So the school didn't even serve chicken wings. So this, this the counselor, the lady, the Vera, what's her name? Yeah, Vera, Vera Lydell. She decided to, she would place side orders with the company that supplied the cafeteria with school. And so she would just call and say, Hey guys, we need another five, 10 cases of chicken wings this week. We're doing another, the kids are loving the chicken wings down here. So she would place an order separate from the initial order because the initial order from the cafeteria would have to go through the superintendent. They would have to see it. They would have to approve it. And like, it would have to go through multiple hands first. And if someone saw on the invoice, 10 cases of chicken wings, we don't serve chicken wings, get that off of there. That must've been a mistake. She would never have gotten her chicken wings, right? So she would let the normal order go through on Monday. And then on like Tuesday, Wednesday, because it takes a couple of days to get it prepared. It's cafeteria. It's hundreds of thousands of kids. You know what I mean? Like they got a, they got a lot of food that needs to come in. She would call the next day and be like, Hey, I need to add something to the order. It's it's, and this wasn't abnormal. Sometimes they would forget milk. Sometimes they would forget cookies. Sometimes they would forget pizza. So she'd be like, Hey, we forgot some cases of chicken wings. Uh, let's, let's, uh, add that on to this week's order. Oh, and we actually, by the way, we need them for Wednesday's event. So I'm going to come pick them up. So she would go get in the van. She would get in the school's cargo van because, you know, she could do that, whatever. Like, they're not going to question her taking the van. She's got to go pick something up, whatever. It's for the school. She'll be back soon. If she's not back soon, we ask her where she was, and then it becomes a problem. But it never became a problem. So she would go get the chicken wings and then drop them off, presumably at her house, at a different location, wherever, a warehouse. Who knows? Who knows where you put 11,000 cases? We're assuming she dropped them off at her house and then she probably had someone else like family, a friend, whatever, distribute, like go local restaurant, local wherever. Hey, what are they charging you? What are you getting your chicken wings for? Go down to the local, you know, mom and pop pizza shops. And if they're paying $80 a bag, fam, I got you for, I got you for 60 bucks a bag. I got you for 60 bucks a bag. You're paying 80 a bag, 80 a bag for wings. That's too much. I got you for 60 a bag and I got you 10 bags right now out in the van. I got you 60 a bag, 10 bags out, out in the van. I like you. Hey, listen, I like you. I like you a lot. What I'll do for you right now, you take all 50 bags. We'll do 50 a bag. We'll do 50 a bag right now. 
Give me 500 cash right now. You take the whole case. 500 for the whole case. If you like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's probably what they did. That's exactly what they did. I'm sure they kept some. Like, of course, they make some chicken wings here and there. They kept some, but they're not eating. You don't eat 11,000 cases of chicken wings. This lady stole. And so they caught on, right? They caught on. They discovered that she got cocky. She got a little cocky. And one month last year, she spent $300,000. She spent $300,000 extra of the school's money on chicken wings, dude. And so when the financials came in later that month, they were like, hey, you guys overspent the uh, budget. And so um, we're not... Uh, we're not doing it anymore. Uh, what's going on here with the 300,000? What was this for? And all the people in the cafeteria were like, um, we ordered the same like pizza and hot dogs and shit. We didn't do this. And so they called and they were like, yeah, someone said they needed chicken wings. They were like, we don't serve chicken wings. And dude, she got caught. So now she's going to jail, presumably. I mean, who knows? They might let her off. But she, for 1.5? For 1.5, you know what I mean? Like I just saw a thing on Twitter, like some rapper, some some rapper that like some people know, I don't know him, but I don't think most people know him. He just got out, he did 20 months. He did less than two years. He did like 18 months. He did like 20 months in prison for doing like a $30 million PPP loan. He claimed he had all these employees working for him. He didn't have anybody. Got $30 million in PPP loans and they locked him up for 20 months. That's it? That's it? Like whatever punishment. Oh, she's got a $25,000 fine because she committed a crime over a million dollars. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. But like 1.5 million over 25,000? Yeah, she's got to pay restitution, but like that just comes out of your paycheck. Like, go get a job. Go get a job. You don't have to pay a penny. Go get a job. It's just like the taxes. They take it out. It's like a dollar every paycheck. You know what I mean? You don't even need to worry about it. You got 1.5 million, bitch. Now, I'm sure none of it. I guarantee you none of it's there. I guarantee you she doesn't have a penny left. Maybe if she was smart, she'd have a few pennies. If she was smart, she'd have a few pennies. But, dude... I mean, so she she scammed the school out of 300, not 300,000, that was just one month, out of $1.5 million, 11,000 cases of chicken wings. And this lady, I'm telling you, listen, folks, if you want to get ahead, if you want to get ahead in life, if you want to quit your job, well, you probably need your job, but if you keep your job, figure out how to exploit it and just take them for every freaking dollar. If you can add on a case of chicken wings to every order of your job's, you know, food order every month and somehow extract those chicken wings from said order so no one ever knows they existed outside of the company that prepared them and yourself, do it. Why not? Why not, dude? When I was 16 years old working at Wendy's, I was handing my dad full bags of frozen chicken nuggets out of the drive-thru. I would go home with sleeves of patties. I would go home with the sleeves of square patties for a year and a half at every cookout, at every family get together at my father's house. Anytime it was nice out and he decided to grill and it was burger night. 
Our burgers were square, baby. From the age of 16 to 18 years old, you couldn't get a round circle patty at the McCurdy household. They were square because they came straight from Wendy's. When I was working with my manager, Pat, at Wendy's, Pat was gangster, yo. She didn't give a shit. Pat didn't give a shit what you did. I said, Pat, let me get two bags of nuggets out the freezer. She said, go ahead, baby, go ahead. Meanwhile, Pat was counting the change out of the donation box in front of the counter. Go to any Wendy's or McDonald's. There's like that kid's charity. You put a coin in, whatever. You put like 25 cents in. They give you a free ice cream cone because you're giving to charity. I swear to God, Pat would be in the back office counting that change and then putting it in the register and taking out the cash and putting the cash in her pocket. I swear to God, I watched her do it multiple times, but it's okay because at the same time, I was handing my family frozen food, blocks of cheese, burgers, bags of nuggets. Anytime my friends came in the drive-thru, what do you want? Oh, a four-piece? Here's 80 nuggets. If we were working with Pat, we were grinding, dude. We were grinding. I don't blame this lady. I would have done the same thing at one point in my life. Maybe not now, but at one point in my life, dude, this is how awesome Pat was. Pat had to drive down the highway uh, like the local highway of where we live to get to work. And she got caught speeding like eight exits, like six miles down the highway. She made the cops follow her all the way to Wendy's. She made the cops follow her for like three to four miles down the highway until she got to work, <laughs> which is perfectly fine by the way, because you're allowed to pull over wherever you feel safe. If you don't feel safe pulling over on the side of the highway, you don't have to, you can get off at whatever exit you want. And until you pull over, that's fine. That's where they'll be. Now they'll presumably think you're trying to ambush them and take them to a place that you have the upper advantage. It's fine. You just have to explain to them that no officer, I work here and I'm going to be late for my shift. So I decided to drive all the way to the Wendy's for you to give me the ticket that you caught me for eight miles back that way. <laughs> like it was great. It was great. So I kind of agree. I kind of agree with this lady. I kind of agree. All right, fellas, listen up. And maybe not fellas, maybe ladies too. anyone listening essentially. Cause I mean, look in 2023, we all have to buy someone something for Valentine's day. And I've got the ultimate list of things to get your girl or guy or they or the whatever. I've got the ultimate gift for your significant other this year for Valentine's Day. I know you're already thinking a card, flowers, chocolate, the huge, let's wrap it up and go. But here's the thing, fellas. This year, this year... We, uh, we're not really, we're not really doing it. We're not really feeling the vibe of the flowers and the chocolate and the card. Okay. I've got the list of stuff right here that these chick, that these people are going to love. They're going to love you. If you have a person in your life, I keep saying, I'm sorry. I keep referencing the girls because I will be getting my fiance Meg's something for Valentine's day. And I know it's guys, everyone who listens, you know, gay, L G B T Q a plus, you know what I mean? I think I got all the letters there. I'm pretty sure unless you guys add some new ones, unless we've added new ones, I'm pretty sure I covered you all, but whoever you're buying for Valentine's day this year, this is what you get them instead of flowers or chocolate. Okay. 
Girls don't want flowers. This is a quote straight from Megs. She said, girls don't want flowers. They want baby mini cows. Look at the baby mini cow on the screen. You know what I mean? What you need to get your significant other this year for Valentine's Day is a baby mini cow. Now, I've got some news for you. I've discovered because we do our research here on the Wad Pod. I'm not just going to say, hey, get your girl a mini baby cow. Because when Megs came to me and said, hey, bitch, get me a mini cow for Valentine's Day. I said, hey, bitch, you're crazy. We call each other bitch. It's fine. We can do it. We're allowed. Um, so she says, hey, that's what I want. And I said, no, you're getting flowers or something else on this list. You, you know what I mean? You can't just buy your girl now unless you have some land. If you have some land and you're perfectly set up to maintain and take care of a baby cow, by all means, go get your... Go get your man. Go get your girl. Go get go get him a baby cow. What you mean? Go. You can get him for like 500 bucks on Craigslist. Go get your girl a baby cow that she can cuddle with out in the field. And then, so that's what they want. Megs desperately wants a baby cow to cuddle. Now, good news and bad news for her. I found a company that does it, okay? Google Hannibal Farm. It's like Hannibal, but like Hannibal with the word animal, but with an H in the beginning. Hashtag animal, and you get Hannibal Farm. Holy shit, if Hannibal Farm isn't using hashtag animal as in Hannibal because the hashtag is like an H, come on, bro. Hannibal Farm, hashtag animal? Hello? I don't know. Is it not spelled that way? It might not be spelled that way. It might be spelled differently. I don't know. I might be wrong. It's fine. Joe Rogan's wrong all the time and people still like him. So what you need to do is Google Hannibal Farms in Maryland, okay? And if you're in the Maryland area, unfortunately, I don't think they'll come up here for us. But if you're in the Maryland area, for $75, they will bring one of their animals to you. You want an alpaca? You want a goat? You want a baby mini cow? You want a penguin? I don't think they have penguins, but maybe you can ask them. Whatever animals they have available, for $75, they'll bring you one. And if you want a buddy to come along, it's another 10. And if you want another buddy to come along, it's another 10. So for $100, which is how much you were spending on an edible arrangements or flowers or a bouquet of roses anyways, for $100, and there's, these are probably not the only ones doing it. Look it up, Google them. But these are the ones in Maryland, nearby for me at least, the closest. Maryland, if you're in Maryland, do this for $100. They will come to you. And as long as you have parking for like their big truck and trailer, it's probably a pickup truck with a horse trailer on the back. As long as you have parking and somewhat of a yard or an area for them to be in, uh, they'll come for like 20 minutes and let you cuddle and pet and hang out with and take selfies with and essentially vlog, like do whatever you want, take pictures, have a photo shoot, get a photographer to come, hire us, it doesn't matter. Like do whatever and like do whatever you want with these animals for 20 minutes and then they pack up and leave and you don't have the responsibility of a baby house cow. It's genius. So for next year, I think for Valentine's Day, it's a little too late now, but for next year, I think what I'm going to do for Megs is we're, I'm going to call, I'm going to call hashtag animal farm, Hannibal farm. And I'm going to say, Hey, we're coming and we're going to go and Megs and I, and we're going to go cuddle some animals, at Hannibal farm in Maryland. Cause it's not too far. Maybe we'll get Airbnb, make it a little romantic weekend. You know what I'm saying? I think it'll be fun. 
So if you're in the area, they might still have stuff open now. It's a few days. It's the 10th right now. I think we got like four days. You might still be able to get a baby cow and potentially other cuddly farm animals for your girl before Valentine's Day. So thank me later. You know what I mean? Thank, you know, that's what she wants. She doesn't want the freaking flowers. And by the way, dude, don't spend money on flowers. I did the whole $150 flowers from the Jeffries or the whoever down the street or the, the, the kisses by K Rose or whoever. I don't know. Rubbly roses. I don't know what they're called, but the flower shops down the street that charge you so much money, they died instantly. I got them delivered from the flower shop down the street for like $200 last year. And the next day they were dead. The next day, I swear to God, they were dead. The flowers I get for $9.99 at the grocery store, living on a prayer, dude, shot through the heart, and you're to blame. You give love a bad name, Rose Store, okay? But the places at the grocery store, the flowers at the grocery store, banging. They last for like three weeks, and they're 10 bucks. So if you're going to get her flowers, get her the $10 ones, and then spend the rest of your money on fuzzy, cute farm animals. Here's what else she wants this year. Listen, it's 2023. If your guy or girl is anywhere from 25 to 35 years old, it's pretty much the range of our audience here. They're most likely a nerd and they've either that or, and, or both. They're either a nerd and, or they grew up with Pokemon and what better way to celebrate than with a Gengar or a Pikachu Squishmallow. Okay. Show me, Hey, raise your hand. If you're not raising your hand, you're psychopath. If you don't love a squishmallow, what are we doing? If you are a man or woman on this planet and you cannot appreciate a squishmallow. Now I get it. We don't have too many in my house because they're expensive, but when times like these things happen, they have themed ones, okay? We've got some themed ones, like my son has a Buzz Lightyear, you know what I mean? And now there's Gengar, and I think it's the hottest item of the year thus far. So skip the expensive roses and spend twice as much retail value on a plush mellow Gengar for your Valentine this year. Um, let's see. And if they're not nerdy, okay, if they don't want to get dirty and cuddle with the farm animals, and if they're not nerdy and want like a Pokemon themed Squishmallow that just got released, they're probably more along the lines of like, you know, I don't know, like, like we were, we were a little emo in high school. Okay. What you need to do, go straight up Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, vial of your blood around their neck. Go to Etsy, and I'm sure you can find a thousand local or like little small shops that would love your order for Valentine's Day of a vile necklace. They know what it's for. They probably got themed ones. They really like something. Find like a themed vile necklace. I'm sure they exist, or I'm sure it can be made. Or like maybe one that's engraved or something along those lines. Put your blood in it. Put your blood in it. Put your blood in it. Go to the kitchen, sanitize a knife, put a little flame over it, put a little alcohol on it, prick your finger, and, you know, put your blood in it. Give them a vial of your blood for Valentine's Day. If you love the person you are with, if you are head over heels and will 100% die for them and for eternity spend your life with that person, 
put your butt in a vial, let them wear it around for Valentine's Day. I'd do it. I think I'm going to do it. I think that's what I'm going to get Mags for Valentine's Day. I think that's going to be the one on the list. We're going to skip the farm animals that she really wants, and we're going to do straight up vials of blood. So that could be fun. Or, okay, I'm really hitting. I'm honestly, it's the perfect list because I'm hitting every demographic of someone you could be with. We started with like the cute Instagram model, look at me, I'm with a baby cow thing. Like that's cool. Like the, like the influencer thing, like that's something David Dobrik would do. Like getting a baby cow delivered to your house for Valentine's day is definitely some shit an influencer would do. Right. And then like, obviously the nerdy kids, you know what I mean? Squishmallow, Pokemon, perfect for any occasion, but Valentine's day is here. Okay. And then like, Emo kids, like, you know, we're kind of a little on the weird side, but like also we're adults and we're having fun and we love each other. And it would be kind of cool to do this vial of their blood. And now if your girl's a foodie, if you guys love to eat together, something Megs and I love to do, I'm probably going to do this for her. Here's what you do. You get her the ultimate, the ultimate taco from Taco Bell. Here's what you get. And it's more, you don't have to worry. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy. It's actually quite simple and you're really going to love it. All you need is three hard shell tacos. Now, if you're going to splurge, you go Cool Ranch or Nacho Dorito. You know what I'm saying? Or if you got a regular ass bitch at home, could be your boyfriend, you know what I mean? Uh, you get her a regular ass taco shell. Whatever you think they'll appreciate you get them that you get three hard shell tacos and you get one chicken or beef. Meg's likes the beef. Meg's likes a beef quesadilla. So I get her the beef. You get her a beef or chicken quesadilla and you ask them not to cut it. You don't cut the quesadilla. So essentially what you have is a giant burrito shell folded in half as your quesadilla and there's no cuts in it. So you emerge the quesadilla from its packaging, you open it up, and you put your three tacos inside. Two on the bottom for support, one up top. You could go six, but I've seen it best with just three. And then you refold your quesadilla, and you've got yourself the ultimate crunch wrap, gordito, whatever they call that. You've got the beef and the cheese and the stuff and the sauce from the quesadilla in there. You've got all the stuff from the hard shell tacos. If you want Supreme, it's crazy. You're crazy for that. But I do it, dude. I do it with nacho. I do it with the nacho shells, the beef quesadilla, wrap it up, and you've got a jumbo soft shell wrapped crunchy taco. And that's like, if that doesn't say I love you on Valentine's Day, bro, if that doesn't immediately get your shit rocked, if they're not going down on you after you present them with the ultimate taco from Taco Bell on Valentine's Day, are they really the one for you? Are they really the one for you? If you present to them this $15 ultimate taco co concoction that you have to make yourself, because Taco Bell's not gonna make it for you, you gotta make it yourself. You made this by hand. If they don't immediately go down on your genitalia, like they're not the one, bro. Then you can eat the taco by yourself and find someone who will appreciate that shit for you. Okay? 
Now, if if none of that suits your significant other, I've got one final thing that I think will really knock it out of the park. If your significant other is a real tough SOB, if they're like, you know what I mean? Skip the flowers, okay? And instead of the box of chocolates, get the box of chocolates, of course. Skip the flowers, get them the box of chocolates, but they're not going to eat the chocolates because they're, remember? So they're not going to eat the chocolates anyways. You eat the chocolates because that's who you are. You know what I mean? We eat the chocolates. And then now you have an empty box. Keep the box. And what we're going to do is we're going to fill that box up with ammunition. Okay? So when they open it, they're like, oh, a box of chocolates. Thanks. And then you're like, no, no. And then you shake it and it's like a rattling noise. They'll know it's a box of hollow points. Right? And so they'll be all excited. And then you can be like, your other gift is outside. And, you know, that is just a Smith & Weston MMP 15 to 22 semi-automatic AR 22 LR 16.5 inch thread barrel black finish with 25 RD a 10 inch MNP slim handguard with Magpul M-Lock and MP100 4 MOA red and green dot optical included for like 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Like you can just go down to the local gun shop and for $500, get your significant other a box-shaped, heart-shaped box of ammunition and a brand new, I think, AR-15 is what they call this. So it's, a dude, I thought guns were expensive and we don't need to get into the whole gun debate right now because I'll win. But like, the, for $500, for half an average paycheck, you can go down and get a freaking military grade rifle. And I know I'm going to get slaughtered for that statement, but like, dude, what do you need it for? Anyways, get that for your Valentine and they're guaranteed. I mean, it's going to be a night of fun. It's going to be a night of fun. You go down to the range, you shoot the new gun, you go back to bed, they shoot a load in you. You know what I mean? And it's great. It's everyone's having fun on Valentine's day. So whether your significant other is like a baby cow, I want to cuddle you kind of person or a Pokemon Squishmallow or a vial of blood or, uh, you know, ultimate taco from Taco Bell or just a straight up, you know, kind of, I want to go shoot something kind of person. This is the ultimate gift guide. And it's brought to you by the, what are we doing podcast? And you know what I mean? I feel like it's literally probably one of the best. It wasn't supposed to be, but now that I say all of that out loud, I feel like I might've just produced one of the best Valentine's day gift guides in history. Sorry. Let's check in uh, on Japan. Japan, we haven't heard a lot from them in recent uh, days. Let's check in. How they doing? Okay. 
All right. Everyone's still insane. The world is the same. Okay. I thought maybe we were going to change. I thought maybe there was some change coming, but the world is still the same. So the Grammys happened this last week and, uh, what big news, Beyonce stole the show. That's what happened. I didn't watch everything, but from what I heard is Beyonce, uh, swept the board. I think she might've lost out on like one nomination that Jay-Z was pretty irritated about. I think maybe there was another one. Um, but, uh, you know, queen B props off to Beyonce. Taylor was there, but here's the thing. I think Taylor's album came out later. So like it wasn't, it, it was weird. Like Beyonce dropped her album like last year. And so it had time to kind of fester in that, in that Grammy space. And so, uh, but obviously she released it for that. I mean, that's the reason like t- the difference between Beyonce and Taylor Swift. And we're going to be talking about those two a lot in this segment. The difference that I just discovered is Taylor Swift releases music for the fans, her fans, and Beyonce releases music for her fans and the Grammys. And so, I, and I'm sure Taylor Swift loves, would obviously love to win every Grammy she's nominated for and be nominated for every category. But, you know, like she's fans first. Can we agree on that? I think the Swifties would agree. Um, and I'm sure Beyonce is too, but like it's, you know, at this point in their career, in this point in their career to keep it where it needs to be, I feel like Beyonce needs a Grammy or two. You know what I mean? It might be a hot take, might be lukewarm maybe, but like in order to keep continuing to sell the records the way Taylor Swift does, uh, you know, or other artists in the industry, Nicki Minaj, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey doesn't do new music. I'm so sorry. That's a terrible example. Uh, but you know, like other females in the industry, um, it, it just there, she, she, I think she needs that Grammy boost. And so the question now will remain obviously Beyonce. I think she just broke the record, right? She now has the most Grammys one ever as a female artist, I think ever forever in history. Uh, it's something like that. She has like all the Grammys. And so, but now here's the question. Here's the question. Will she do the same thing that Taylor Swift did with her concert tickets? When we got the news of Beyonce's tour being announced the last week, uh, we, you know, it was great. And we, I think we have the dates maybe, but like we can't buy the tickets yet. So I think the ultimate test, the ultimate test is going to be this. If Beyonce can break the internet like Taylor Swift did, then she's on top. But if Beyonce does not break the internet and like you can kind of get tickets, like I can't get Taylor Swift tickets right now and that's an issue. But if I can get Beyonce tickets, like if me, the average person can get Beyonce tickets, then Taylor Swift wins hands down every time, right? Like there's no other, there's there's really no other competition to be ranked against there. So she has her awards, but she needs to be able to perform in that space as well, I think. And unfortunately, I don't know if Beyonce is going to break Ticketmaster. I don't know if every single father, every single mom, every single set of parents, every single like, you know, godmother or whoever for their, for their little daughters, their teenage girls, their 
their grown daughters, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, my friends, people like who don't even like Taylor Swift. My sister-in-law doesn't even like Taylor Swift, but she sat on her computer for hours waiting in line trying to get a ticket. That's how dedicated these people are. So like if Beyonce doesn't have that pool, then in my mind, I feel like, you know, you're not, she's not on top anymore. She was at one point. I think she did. I think at one point she did. At one point she certainly did. And I think, um, I just feel like people weren't rushing to get Beyonce and Jay-Z concert tickets. Um, you know what I mean? And so, um, I think it's going to be a very interesting, uh, event to play out. And, uh, if it is interesting, we'll certainly chat about it here. So listen, I know we joke and we talk a lot about a ridiculous things, um, that don't matter on this podcast, like Milf Manor and Leonardo DiCaprio dating a 19 year old girl and like cryptocurrency because it's all fake. And, um, you know, like other nonsensical topics, right? That's exactly what this podcast is. But from time to time, uh, every once in a while, some things like hit me deep, right? Like some things I see and it's serious, whether it's like political or business or whatever it may be. And I'm like, dude, I have to talk about it. I have to talk about it. And so from time to time, we get a little serious on this podcast and most of you like it and everyone says it's okay. So I'm going to keep doing it from time to time. So I don't know what struck me. I guess it was just like an emotional memory or it just, I'm not sure. But when this serious topics like this uh, are addressed on such a platform that like, I think what they say, like 27 million people were watching at the time, uh, what millions and tens of millions of people are watching and listening to every word that said towards this issue. Like I don't have to mention like this country, listen, this country has been facing some problems. Like I don't have to mention the word of the year inflation. Uh, I'll probably get demonetized for that. Uh, but I mean, listen, grocery store visits are just like astronomically through the roof in price. Um, like don't get me started on food shortages, let alone the prices like every other week, every other week, I literally cannot find my old El Sol bold nacho cheese taco shells. Okay. That's a problem. And then on top of that, what's even worse is that the bags of Limited edition flavor Lay's wavy Funyuns, onion flavored Funyuns, onion flavored rings, potato chips. Like they're sold out everywhere. I can't find them. And so it's, it's, it's getting rough. It's getting like COVID levels of like the shelves are empty. Like there's still not baby formula on our shelves. Not sure what the babies of Mechanicsburg are doing. Uh, but you know, there's no formula here. Um, so can't find like half the shit in the grocery stores anymore. Not to mention crime rates are up. And and what are we doing, dude, with the Chinese spy balloon? Listen, China has so much more advanced technology than we do. China has, I'm sure, stealth planes that we can't see. They're literally, China can literally log into your phone via the TikTok app. 
Like it's, and it's just written in their terms of service that we all agree to when we downloaded it. Like it's a little insane, the information that China has onto us, but like why the balloon dude, we couldn't think of any other better way to gain intelligence on the United States citizens, except for a big poofy, floopy doopy balloon, weather balloon with a camera on it. We couldn't think of a, better way to surveillance us citizens i just i find it very interesting that the spy balloon it, it's interesting to me so obviously after about 12 hours in the sky we shot this stupid thing down and then the navy went and got it and it it it's you know what i i don't know i'm trying to find out i tried reading i've read so many articles I've tried to understand why it's a thing or what it meant or why no one's like, we're done talking about it now. Like we just shot it down and poof, it's gone. It's done. Uh, I, I'm assuming the headlines I read about the Chinese considering that an act of war and they're probably going to retaliate. Who knows if that's real or not? Not sure. Probably not. Don't take my word for it. Um, but like, dude, they shot it down over Myrtle beach. Like Megs and I were just there. Megs and I were just in Myrtle Beach like months ago. And I just told her, could you imagine? Because in Myrtle Beach, listen, I'm on vacation. We're sipping on drinks. We're having a good time. While Megs is getting ready, I usually sit out on the balcony and like watch and listen to the waves, maybe listen to a podcast or YouTube videos or something. Have a nice relaxing time out on the deck in the, you know, fresh air, not in the room, right? They shot this thing down like almost near where we stayed last time. And like, could you imagine if I'm like half drunk or high or whatever, like if I'm just hanging out, having a good time on my vacation and I walk back into the hotel room, into the bathroom where Megs is like straightening her hair, or doing her makeup, putting her eyelashes on, whatever. And I say, Hey, you remember like two days ago when I said there was like a spy balloon floating around, it was like China and it was like this balloon with a camera on it. And they were like spying on the U S but like, we're not doing anything about it. I think the military, I'm pretty sure they just shot it down right where I was. I think I just witnessed the military shooting down the spy balloon. She wouldn't believe me. She wouldn't believe a word coming out of my mouth. She'd tell me to go sit down, drink some water, like take another shot. Like what? She would not believe that I just witnessed a spy balloon getting shot down, dude. This is the world we're living in now. In 2023, we have to worry about Chinese spy balloons, okay? So it's just, you know what I mean? Not to mention, there's these are just some of the serious topics, some of the serious topics that this country is facing and some of the problems that we have at this very moment. And not even to mention that, like, you know, we, we were continuously talking about and sending trillions of dollars that we could be spending on United States citizens and things that we do here in this country. But we're still sending trillions of dollars to help fight the war in Ukraine that I think will inevitably join. You know what I mean? So, like, that's an issue, but we're not going to talk about it because we've talked about it at nauseum. And it's just it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know why the world works this way. And nothing's real. And so with all of that to say, all of that was pretty much essentially covered at like the State of the Union address this week. And the president, <laughs> the president 
from everyone booing the president. The president talks something about like Republicans not wanting health care reform or whatever. I don't even know. And then all of a sudden Marjorie Taylor Greene's at a WWE match. She's got her fucking fur coat on and she's you liar. You liar. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. The Republicans are screaming the word liar at the president of the United States during a live feed of the State of the Union address. We don't make shit up anymore. It just happens. It just happens now, and I, I'm here for it. The so we've got Margie Taylor Green yelling nonsense at him. Is that her name? I think that's her name, right? And so, um, you know, uh, and then right before that, right before that, uh, Kamala Harris's husband kissed Joe Biden, the first lady, the wife of the president, on the lips. That was weird. Don't know why that happened. Definitely not CGI. Definitely not CGI. Definitely not a CGI kiss there, man. I mean, if you if you thought some kisses were CGI in this industry, in this planet, on this world, in this very moment in 2023, this kiss was not CGI. Okay? That's all I have to say. That's a fact. We've done our research on that. That we know. And I'll take it to my grave. Uh, no, dude, but, uh, so, so Biden, <clears throat> he talked about healthcare, he talked about Ukraine, all the serious topics, of course, but this one statement, this one statement he made in, in the state of the union, I mean, when I tell you, when I was watching it, I felt like Biden looked directly into the camera and he was piercing my soul. He did this for me. He is my president. We did this together. He did this for me, my people, the middle class, my family, everybody I know, my friends, people who watch this podcast, everybody on the internet. He did this for us. And I mean, when he said this, I don't... Uh. My administration is also taking on junk fees. Those hidden surcharges too many companies use to make you pay more. For example... We're making airlines show you the full ticket price up front. Refund your money if your flight is canceled or delayed. We reduce Southwest. Junk fees may not matter to the very wealthy, but they matter to most other folks in homes like the one I grew up in, like many of you did. They add up to hundreds of dollars a month. They make it harder for you to pay your bills or afford that family trip. I know how unfair it feels when a company overcharges you and gets away with it. Not anymore. We've written a bill to stop it all. It's called the Junk Fee Prevention Act. We're going to ban surprise resort fees that hotels charge on your bill. Those fees can cost you up to $90 a night at hotels that aren't even resorts. First of all, the president can't even read. First of all, he's looking directly at the teleprompter and he, he is struggling on the basics of words. They just told him all of this. They just read him this whole thing. They made him read it three times out loud to them in the car on the way over. Like he knows every word, but we're still stumbling to read the teleprompter. I love it. I love it. So we are getting rid of 
resort fees, dude. I don't think I've ever related to a president more. I don't think I've ever related to a president of the United States more than right now. I mean, you can't see it, but I have a full on erection underneath this desk right now. I am rock solid. Okay. Did he just say what I think he did? No more junk fees. Swifties, let's unite, baby. Listen, with the Junk Fee Prevention Act, get, you, get a better name, bro. The Junk Fee Prevention Act, we've got to change it. We've got to change that name in draft two right before we take it to press. Listen, the Taylor Swift and Beyonce fans, we're going to save at least $4.5 million this year on concert tickets alone thanks to President Biden and his Junk Fee initiative. We've got homeless people. Flint, Michigan, I don't think still has water. We've got a Kanye West problem. We've got homeless cats on the streets in Mechanicsburg. We've got inflation. People can't afford eggs. Eggs are $8 a freaking carton. They used to be a dollar. Eggs used to be 99 cents like three weeks ago. Like it's insane, dude. People can't afford their bills to live. And President Biden and his entire administration is solely focused on the resort fees that the Hilton is charging you. And you know why they're allowed to charge you a resort fee? Because they got a movie theater on the premises, but it's never open because something's wrong or no one uses it. So they never open it anyways. And because there's a movie theater and a pool and a hotel and a snack bar, they can call it a resort and charge you an extra $90 a day. No more. No more. Where's Meg's at? Someone go get Meg's. Pack our bags, baby. Meg's, you listening? Pack your bags. You know how much money we're going to save? We're traveling the world now. Do you know what really grinds my gears is when I spend $3,000 for a week stay at a hotel in Myrtle Beach, true story, and when I get the bill, there's an additional $90 because the hotel says it's a resort, but they're allowed to call it a resort because they have a lazy river and a three-hole mini golf course and a water park across the street that I have to pay to get into that's not included with my room. They can call it a resort, so it's now $3,090. I'm fuming. But, you know, it's the state of the union. Thank God. Thank God the union's strong. It seems strong. It seems that way. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Levi McCurdy. This has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening with me this week. Uh, thank you for rocking with me over on YouTube youtube.com backslash what are we doing podcast or wadpod.com backslash youtube you can get to it either way just search the name dude and it'll pop up or click any of the links down below and those will help you out if you want to help us earn money and help yourself you can check out some of our friends down in the description their links their products that you can buy with our codes and links are there trust them to get things done for you Check it out. Thank you guys for watching. This has been episode 77. Are we coming in hot next week with 78? We're almost there. We're almost at 100. I got to go. I got things to do. My week is just beginning. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been another episode. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.